This is Moving Pictures. I'm your host, Brent Gunn. I'm your co-host, Mitchell Kakalka. Let's talk about Scarlett Johansson. Oh, boy. All right. Now, we're not going to go very long today, but mm-hmm. this is pretty hot news. Fresh yeah. off the press. We should probably address it since we are the leading voice on film criticism at Central Michigan mm-hmm. University. <laughs> we almost have a moral obligation to talk about this and how this is so stupid and how this is such an easily fixable problem for anyone who doesn't know Scarlett Johansson has been casted to play um, a transgender man in an upcoming role. Um, I believe it's a film about that, that, that individual, isn't it? I think, I think it is a real life. Now, why any executive would agree to this given the the current political climate given Mm -hmm. that has given that you know people are getting in flack left and right for for doing this kind of exact exact thing like scarlett johansson didn't she just get in trouble for ghost in the shell yeah like who who is her man who is her agent and her manager i don't i don't get it like they have like an, an insistence on like i all right I'll, I'll I'll let you jump in because I I gotta I gotta collect my thoughts about this uh <laughs> this whole fiasco. So yeah, um, it's it's weird that you mentioned um her agent because that was that was kind of adding fuel to the fire. The most recent development in this story is that she kind of did address her um haters. I'm doing air quotes. The people who are giving her flack for the, um, taking this role. And she said that her agent can just um, can just tell everybody who's mad to talk to the agents of Jeffrey Tambor or Jared Leto and act, actors who have played trans characters in the past. And Which I, I again would argue is stupid. Yeah. And I, like, I don't care if Jared Leto played a, a trans woman who did a shit job anyway she's a crap actor well what um because i i saw that um news story kind of on twitter and that's when, and people said well yeah we hated it then too we hated <laughs> when eddie redmayne did it we had it, jared leto do it every every um instance of um white cis white, people white washing cis in, washing people in hollywood and, take it upon themselves to um, be the one to like bring these stories to light. And it's, it's, it's never been done right. I don't think even with, no matter how like tastefully you approach it, it's always the worst pop- possible option. Like just get people who have just get these types of people to like, there's an abundance of them portray I themselves. You, trans the people exist. Trans actors exist. <laughs> And I'm sure they're gunning for some money. I'm yeah. sure Scarlett Johansson doesn't need another $50 million paycheck. You know who does? Some down on luck trans actor who's looking mm-hmm. for a big break. This could be a great trans actor's big break. If we even want to look at through a really cynical lens from the company's point of view. All right. As a, as a company, this agency, right? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you want to market yourselves as the more progressive company or the more progressive agency mm-hmm. who is having a trans man fill the role? Yeah. Why would you just even from like a, a quote unquote virtue signaling, whatever direct point of view? Why? Why wouldn't they do that? It, it, it's, it's literally at this point, they just do not care. It's, yeah. it's like that Max Landis. I remember 
Max Landis, the guy behind Bright, we both hate. Mm-hmm. I think we we can yeah, yeah. We, we both hate Max Landis. So when this whole Ghost in the Shell thing happened, you know, he got on his YouTube soapbox to make a very much needed video to say, look, this is just how the industry works. Uh, they put Scarlett Johansson in there because no one else would bring the big numbers. Mm-hmm. I call bullshit. <laughs> Because, like, has there never been a successful movie that had an unheard of actor in it before? Yeah, I think. Um, the, so, o- the only difference here, the only difference here is that, yes, you can make a movie that is successful with an unheard of, but in Max Landis and Scarlett Johansson world, they need to be white mm-hmm. or they need to be cis because people just can't connect with people who aren't that way. Mm-hmm. I can't connect with people that aren't cis. <laughs> I just can't do it. It's too hard. It was the same line of defense that Ridley Scott used when um, his the biblical epic he did a couple of years ago, um, Exodus. Um, so the it was the retell, retelling of the um, I want to say I, I guess I want to say the Prince of Egypt the movie they made. Oh right, it was that, they were doing that story and had Christian Bale. Yeah, and like. Yeah. Aaron Paul and like Joel Egerton all playing Egyptians. Like, do, do and, you know where Egypt is? <laughs> and that was, uh, we, we can go into, uh, we're not going to go into that movie, but what, when people criticize and approach Ridley Scott about it, he, the answer that he gave is that you, um, he needs to have somebody like Christian Bale or a recognizable name um, spearheading this film. Cause if, and more or less his words are saying, you can't have somebody abdul something or another you can't have somebody with a name like that make um at the head of this film which is about those type of people yeah it's there 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 weren't christian bales in egypt there were abduls and stuff in yeah. egypt like there were there were muhammads in in egypt you yeah. know like jesus wasn't white mm-hmm. you know he didn't have blue eyes he probably had big kinky hair he used Ugh, it's just so aggravating and and like the logic behind and the logic behind comments like that like are just like so easily dis disproven i mean like um going back to the issue of um trans representation in media orange is the new black a few years ago um with its portrayal of um a trans woman portray um playing a trans woman with in the case of Laverne Cox was a huge um, benefit to the show. It was a, it brought a huge amount of popularity, brought a huge amount of praise to that aspect of the show. And, and it was one of the, probably the most like popular show on Netflix because of that reason, because people um, respected that they would have, um, they would take representation. Now they, I mean, take representation seriously, take that type of thing and just like do it like naturally, which yeah. is, so, which is just probably the reason like that got so much positive attention and praise was because like so few people pass so few, so few companies like filmmakers like are able to get out, jump over that very low bar yeah and i'm and i'm not like the representation police mm-hmm. i don't watch every piece of media saying you know why why is is there you know why, why aren't there more you know why isn't there more of this group and, and i i don't watch every piece of media with that in mind then again i'm not a part of those groups so i probably have the privilege of not having that kind of mm-hmm. sensitivity around it to begin with however 
I don't think that people are asking too much. Like, okay, let's look. Let, what 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 would we say is a quintessential American movie? Let's say let's say someone wants to remake Citizen Kane in Egypt. Let's say Egypt wants mm-hmm. to make remake Citizen Kane. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, if we want to use this logic, they're probably going to hire, if they're like the Americans, they're going to hire a very popular Egyptian actor to play the role of Orson Welles, mm-hmm. rather than a white person. To, you know what I mean? Yeah. So in that scenario, I feel like it's such a ridiculous concept to even talk about that it wouldn't be done because it's yeah. too stupid to even... But however bring that idea over to America and reverse some things like reverse the, the racial dynamic to it. And they do not care. Yeah. To slap a wig on him, put some makeup on him. It doesn't matter. It's just a movie. Who cares Uh if it's just a movie? Why even broach the subject matter? Yeah. You're clearly not in it to do anything positive for trans people. You're not trying to do anything positive for anybody, but your, your wife and and your wallet. Mm -hmm. I mean, Literally, I, I thought all these old stuffy like white execs were dead already, but I, <laughs> I swear they they're eternal. They're like cockroaches and they just keep churning out dumb ideas like this. It's like that Heather's remake that they're doing. Yeah. Where like they like the, 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 the gay character in the film. I swear it's like something out of American pie. <laughs> like like the, like the, the, the gay character is so flamboyant and like you you could spot the gayness from a mile away. Yeah. And it's just like, can we not have like any subtlety? It's it's 2018. I hate to use the current year as as an invocation of anything, but is it is it too much to ask that like <laughs> we get a second opinion before these movies get made on whether or not this is stupid? No, it's not. It's but, not. But it always is going. <sighs> and then you know, it's it, it's the same thing with with. Um, abled actors playing disabled roles. Mm-hmm. It's another thing I think I, I have a pretty strong opposition to. Yeah, especially when it is more kind of like a, a cognitive uh, disability or something like that. Yeah, we can find act actors mm-hmm. to fill these roles honestly, accurately, and before anyone chimes in well actually they're actors and they're supposed to you know pretend to be other yeah. people okay then i then i then i guess uh we, we we can get bradley cooper to play michael jordan in his biopic i mean he's an actor you should yeah. have no problem to it mm-hmm. yeah that's it, it's about as stupid <laughs> it's about as valid mm-hmm. especially when like you just said we mentioned before like giving opportunities to people um people who actually would like benefit from this type of representation um right is just like such an it's such an opportunity that's missed just every time yeah and speaking at from a little bit more of like that that perspective more like an economic perspective let's think let's think about all of these actors unions and how strong the unions are out there in california for people in the filmmaking industry now i'm speaking a little bit of out of ignorance here I don't know how well protected or included trans people are in those unions. And I can only imagine that the hunt for work amongst trans actors or 
you know, anyone who's looking for crew work is probably much harder as it is with hiring discrimination across the board for trans people in every department. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it, it's true amongst, you know, people of color in the film industry. There's a huge disparity amongst every demographic of other than white. So I really worry about that. So I think it would be amazing if let's say a young trans actor got this role, killed it, did a great job, mm-hmm. kickstarted their career. Now we have the first like mainstream openly trans actor who who could continue forward playing roles, mm-hmm. you know, doing doing their thing. And now you've opened up the market for all of these other trans actors to say, well, they did it. Why can't I do it? And now these you know, people are noticing there's a market here. It would only serve your interests to do the right thing. Yeah. Because yeah. now it's, it's just created all this negative attention towards, I don't even know the name of the movie. I just looked it up. It's Rub and Tug. Rub and Tug? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That is the name of the movie. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing that. Or, so. or may, maybe, maybe we're just like way too sensitive about it, you know? No, 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 we're not. No, we're not. Don't go see Robin's Hog. <laughs> Do not support Scarlett Johansson. Here's here's the thing. Like, I, I don't want to be <clears throat> really, really over the top and reactionary about this stuff. But it I, I, I'm hard pressed to find someone who can give me an argument about why this isn't ridiculous. And if the shoe was on the other foot, I mean, I, I have to listen to complaints at the at the expense of men over very very stupid things mm-hmm. very very trivial things yeah. i work at a pizza place as a part-time <laughs> job i have to listen to very trivial complaints this in my opinion is not a trivial complaint and it's not a trivial complaint when the economics of that group trans people could use some help i don't think the economics of the scarlett johansson group quote unquote needs any more economic help mm-hmm. i think they're pretty much secure and they'll be secure for you know 20 more generations yeah and uh that's that's how i feel about that yeah i think just a lot of people a lot of people who don't have to worry about this type of thing who don't have to worry about um representation always approach this conversation with a sense of apathy yeah just just kind of not not really an ability to see why this is a problem. Yeah. Well, this is why it's a problem. Imagine being a young actor, a young actor who's trans, you know, overcoming dozens and dozens of obstacles already to get to this position where you're even able to go out, get auditions, have any kind of regular income Mm -hmm. at all. And you hear about this role that that almost sounds like it's made for you and it's taken by a cis woman. Now, this isn't me trying to demonize cis women or say that it's wrong to be cis. Obviously, it's not wrong to be cis. No one's arguing that. But the problem is, is that when you're a trans man or you're a trans individual, you often are compared to constantly to cis individuals Mm -hmm. or you're held up to them as the quote-unquote true standard and you're the imitator yeah which is a horrible 
horrible uh, uh, narrative to push onto trans people. It's, it's a really demonizing thing. It's one of the worst things you can probably say, say, say to them. So I can completely understand how this would, this would, you know, frustrate the, uh, the community. Cause it does feel like it's being taken from you again. Like yet that, that validity is just robbed from you again. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter how legitimately you come forward. It's just going to be robbed from you again. And it, 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 it just sucks. I, I wish it would stop happening. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that was moving pictures. Today. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was the podcast today. Uh, a little bit of a rant towards Scarlett Johansson. Um, just, just if, if, if you see this stuff happening, you know, we, we, we don't have to let it go on forever. I know it may not be the most serious pressing issue facing the world today. It's something to think about. And maybe, you know, taking into consideration in some of your media viewing. And uh, Scarlett, what, what, what the hell? <laughs> why, why do people got to be so bad? I don't get it. After why? Oh, well. Well, this has been Moving Pictures. I was your host, Brent Gunn. I was your co-host, Mitchell Kakalka. Thank you for listening.